0: Hey everybody! What's up? Welcome into Best of the Board here on the Athletic West State, November 2nd for Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Happy Thanksgiving to my co-hosts as well. We got a fun show to run through. Rivalry Week here in the uh, last week of college football regular season. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of stuff to get to here. It's our last week, guys, of a full slate of games. That we get to bet so well we're going to talk through it all on this episode of best on the board presented by bet MGM of course I am Michael Beller I am joined by my two trusty uh usual Thursday but today Wednesday co-hosts uh Dan San Dan what's going on happy Thanksgiving
1: happy Thanksgiving I always love this week because we get games spread out I love the crowded Saturdays but you got the Egg Bowl Thursday we got a bunch mm-hmm. of games Friday then we got a bunch more games Saturday it's a fun weekend It's a fun weekend.
0: You've got three NFL games mixed in on Thursday as well. Really, everything starting tomorrow. One of the best football weekends that we have of the entire year. Maybe the best uh, football weekend we've got, Ari
2: Wasserman. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Dan. I kind of like sometimes when all the games are starting at once, I feel a little bit overwhelmed. Um, Mm -hmm. But being able to take it wave by wave is better. It's like, okay, there's four games right now. Let's tackle those games. 4 games after it, Thanksgiving, we're eating, we're watching. Uh, it's going to be good. So, I don't know what your plays are going to be, Michael, but I need I need props all day Thursday. <laughs> Uh, well, we, uh, we actually had a special edition of
0: this show, Best on the Board, that we recorded and aired live yesterday with me and Zach Jackson. Zach Jackson covers uh, the Cleveland Browns for us here at The Athletic, and he and I went through the gambling angles for all of the Thanksgiving Day games on that episode. So check that episode out, Ari. Check that episode out, listeners, if you want to get into some uh, some fun on Thanksgiving Day with the three NFL games That we have, but we've got a a full slate of uh, college games to tackle here. First, before we get going, want to say Black Friday, we all know, big part of this weekend as well. The Athletic has a Black Friday deal going as well. One dollar a month, you get in the door at the Athletic for a full year. That's twelve dollars for a year. Go to slash best on the board to take advantage of this offer. All right, guys, let's get into it. You know what? Let's get right into it. Biggest game of this rivalry weekend Ohio State and Michigan Ohio State seven and a half point favorites right now on BetMGM. Ari you and I are both on the Buckeyes on this I'm gonna let you start things off here personally I think the Buckeyes cruise
2: anybody on this podcast can give me any reason why this game's gonna be close no
0: <laughs> no I'm with you
2: I'm, I'm betting Ohio State minus seven and a half why yeah, I why it too. I got it six and a half. The second it opened oh, that's crazy I, yeah and uh my baby's been alive for almost two months now, her college fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lock it lock it in right now. It's not that big yet, but it's a fund. No, I mean, I, I honestly, every single, I mean, I covered Ohio State for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And every single year, I tried to come up with a reason why, or I felt like this game would be close. And it wasn't because I was trying to, you know, make more interesting writing or angles. Like I I genuinely thought by game day that these games would be close. It's a rivalry game. It's on the road. Michigan has um, a very gritty team. That's tough. Jim Harbaugh needs to win this to legitimize himself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you think about the Jim Harbaugh era, name his biggest win as a head coach, (laughs) you know, and then add to the fact that he has repeatedly failed time and time again in these situations and Ohio state's roster is ultra talented playing on, all, uh, you know, humming on all cylinders. They hung 49 on a team that beat Michigan. I know this is a rivalry game, but like this all adds up to the same old story to me. And if Michigan loses by, uh, less than six, I think that you could make a case that that was the most impressive coaching job of Jim Harbaugh's entire <laughs> tenure at Ohio. I mean, yeah. at Michigan and like, if I lose that game, then let me be wrong. But I'm tired of trying to bend over backwards to try to, you know, come up with the reasons why this game will be close.
0: Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on this. And, like, I think that's a, a very good point that you just made there, that uh, if if – they cover this spread. If Michigan covers the spread, you could make the argument that it's the most impressive job that Jim Harbaugh has done in any one single game during what has yeah. now been a pretty extended tenure at Michigan, and that really should drive you in the direction of Ohio State. Um, we, it's we talent. Saw it on, it's yeah, talent. Exactly. It's so exactly days. what I was going to say. We saw it on display last week, and you know, uh, as pretty close Big Ten watchers, all of us, right? Me and Dan both live in Chicago and grew up in the uh, heart of the Big Ten. Ari, as you said, you covered Ohio State for ten years, so we all have pretty ha- had close eyes on the Big Ten for a long time now and you just see it year in and year out with Ohio State. Sure, there's a, a Michigan punch-up here or a Michigan State punch-up there or a Wisconsin punch-up here, but the talent disparity between Ohio State and everyone else, including the other that next tier of teams in the Big Ten is so stark in almost every single game they play, and it is very easy to see in, like, 90 out of every 95 Big Ten games that they play, and we saw it last week against Michigan State, a team that's had a pretty nice season, and Ohio State, I mean, it wasn't even a contest. It wasn't a contest from the word go, and Michigan, I think, is a better team. Are you been making this point, right, that just because Michigan State beat Michigan doesn't make Michigan State automatically a better overall team. I think Michigan is a better team than uh, MSU, but it's still just such a wide gap in talent between these two teams that I want to ride with the team that has that immense talent. In can I give team. you?
2: Can I give you this statistic? And I don't think it's. I don't know if it's one hundred percent fact factual in the sense that I've got the the numbers down exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Ohio State had or has eight or nine top one hundred players nationally in their wide receiver room, just alone, <laughs> just their receivers. Um, over the course of the past few years. And the Mich- not just Michigan, the rest of the Big Ten combined at every position, I think, only had like 13. Yep. Like it, like the talent... Ohio State has more elite-level talent in their receiver room than the rest of the Big Ten has in every room. And it's just a, there's a stark talent difference. And Mich- I've been saying this all year. Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, they're all kind of indistinguishable to me. So I am... Starting to worry a little bit that this is some sort of trap that I'm not seeing because the spread, like, I thought the spread would be like 10, 11, 12. Yeah. You know, because the the Michigan State spread was 19.5, the Purdue yeah. spread was 21. So why is this spread under a, or, or begin under a touchdown? It, it's moved to 8.5. Maybe it just was a wrong read for Vegas, but man. <laughs> I, I just I just don't understand it.
0: Maybe there's maybe there's something about and I don't know this. I mean, this is speculation on my part, but it's oh it's Ohio State Michigan. It's in Ann Arbor. It's the last weekend of the season. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Obviously, a lot of eyeballs. Maybe there's a lot of public money coming in on this game. I mean, maybe maybe uh, books feel like they can get a little bit aggressive with this one because of their the public interest in this is going to be a whole lot bigger than an early November game between Ohio State and Purdue, for example. What kind
2: of psychopath will bet Michigan in this game? <laughs> No, explain it. Like, why would you put yourself through it, even if it's the right side, somehow? It's like betting against the Golden State Warriors in their prime. It's like, yeah, you might win the bet every Uh now and then, but why would you want to be on the wrong side of the avalanche? Yeah. I I don't know. I just, everybody and their brother is on Ohio State. I'm on Ohio State. You're on Ohio State.
1: Mm -hmm. Dan's on Ohio State. That's
2: usually a, a tough pill to swallow, like, if you know the entire public is on it. Right. But... Give me a reason why this game was in forty-eight to twenty-four. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm in a. I can pull it up. I actually have
0: it up because me and my buddy, who we do, I do this pool with, we're going through it together, and we have to pick the actual score of this. I've got forty-five thirty-one down for Michigan for Ohio State, which Georgia. would be a tremendously successful day for Michigan, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly it just feels like that sort of game where it's like 10 and 2 with length. a
2: competitive in Ohio State game yeah. if you would have said that for Harbaugh before the year you, you guy would have won the Nobel snap Prize snap it up
0: snap it up in a heartbeat yeah. absolutely um this is going to be this is going to be uh, I think at least a fun game it's going to be a fun game to watch even if it ultimately isn't close and uh, then we fast forward to next week in the Big Ten championship game but we've got a few other games that we got to get to before we uh can call this a show so let's get on to that Dan your first pick takes us away from from Ohio state and Michigan and to Virginia and Virginia tech, where you find a play on the total that you like. The total is 62 and a half. What do you got for us here?
1: Yeah. I like the under for this rivalry game. Now here's the thing is Virginia tech's a little bit of a, I start with my disclaimer in the beginning, Virginia tech's got an interim coach. Maybe they play a little different, but I don't think this team really can play shootout. Uh, and for as much as Virginia wants to play them, uh, Virginia Tech has only gone over this number three times this year. It was the last two games. Even Virginia, as much as they've had scores in the hundreds, they've only gone Mm -hmm. over this number five times. I I don't think this is quite the – I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be a high-scoring game. Virginia Tech just – if Virginia Tech wants to win, they have to keep it low-scoring. They can't win a game 40-35. to They're going to lose that one. They tried to do it last week with Miami, and they lost 38-28 or something like that i don't know virginia to me is you know one of those teams with the over-unders where they can play 100 points against byu and then they'll play somebody else and it's you know back in the 50s or 60s and virginia tech is one of those teams that really just won't get dragged into a shootout It's kind of a random play for me to be totally honest but <laughs> i like the number i see the matchup I'm like that yeah, virginia tech can't play that many points so that's my play on the on the total here. I like the under because Virginia Tech has to keep it lower scoring if they want to win. I'm blindly tailing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, love the I fame, saw you getting love ready it. to say something,
0: and I did not think that's what it was going <laughs> to yeah, be. No, I, <laughs> I, uh,
2: I love the idea of taking the under in a game where everybody auto takes the over. In um, mm, yeah. Virginia this year has kind of, you know, kind of, brought out that feeling with people I've been taking Ole Miss unders all year and it's been it's yeah. been working out for me um so this this place seems to make a lot of sense especially considering the fact that Virginia Tech looks like it's playing in quicksand half the time so you know right. I'm in I'm, sign me up there
1: we go blindly can, tailing can we talk about the egg bowl real quick just because it's a fun yeah. game yeah. yeah, what what do you think about that one? Because that's Air Raid versus you know Ole Miss and their big total. Well, they're big, they're big lines. You said they've been a good under team. Is this? I, I looked at this number. Let me see what it is. Uh, I'm, What's it, I'm like sure one, one else and a half right it. now. Uh, yeah, it's, the line is really it's 62 is a total and okay. Mississippi State minus one and a half. Yeah. That I don't know, and people seem to like the under in that one, which is kind of crazy. I feel like this could be one of those weird. I don't want to play it because those games are so random and strange Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. but that seems like one of those like 48 to 45 thanksgiving rivalry games but i'm seeming to be the only one who thinks that yeah
2: i think that everybody understands that this game is going to be nuts the thing that is weird about nuts is the manifestation of nuts in this game might be like 17 to 10 because that would be the craziest (laughs) possible egg bowl on the face (laughs) of the earth so you know, I think that the inclination for everybody is to take the over in this game. Also, who wants to take an under on Thanksgiving evening? Uh, but I think the under is probably the play here.
0: Yeah,
2: because Ole Miss's defense has actually been playing pretty well. Yeah. And you know, those times too, it's like the air air rate is pretty scary. But if a team figures it out, it it doesn't it doesn't work. So yeah. I, I don't know that Lane Kiffin's team is going to be able to figure it completely out. But mm-hmm. thirty one to twenty four seems like a type of score that could finish this game
0: great yeah, companion, true. too, to uh, Bills and Saints, which I think could be – I don't know if I want to say – the. It's, it's an underwhelming NFL slate with uh, with uh, so the way things have shook out over the last couple of weeks. But uh, Mississippi's the Mississippi State Egg Bowl, definitely a great companion to Bills and Saints. All right, guys, a couple more picks here from us. Let's get into this Wisconsin-Minnesota Paul Bunyan-Axe game. Dan, you've got to play on a side. I've got to play on the total for this one. So let's just talk about this game, wide-ranging – Badgers uh, can lock up a bid into the Big Ten championship game where they'll get destroyed by Ohio State, I am sure. But six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game in Minnesota. You like the Badgers.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I feel like there's always a few teams every season that have this horrific start, whether it's tough schedule or quarterback change or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then ends up being a trendy hot pick towards the end of the year. And that has been absolutely been Wisconsin's season this year. They were 1-3. and Got blown out uh, by uh, Notre Dame and Michigan, and lost a weirdly close game to Penn State where no one could move the ball. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're just on fire. Now, granted, they haven't played anyone as good as that since, but Minnesota is definitely in the tier of teams they've been beating. And it's funny because I hit a Minnesota pick last week, but that was mostly an IU fade, and that worked out <laughs> terrifically. I think Indiana had like seven passing yards at halftime; it was absurd. So <laughs> Minnesota. Look, as Ari said last week when we talked about them, they've lost to Iowa and Illinois teams that Wisconsin has obliterated recently, and the only team to really hang with Wisconsin in the last four or five weeks is Nebraska, and they came with everybody, and even that was seven points, which is a cover here. This being less than a touchdown kind of doesn't make sense to me. This is another one, like Ari talked about, Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State just owns that. How, how many uh, – Bell, Are you, you you know the Wisconsin – do you know yeah. the numbers on this rivalry – They're 16-1 in the last 17
0: meetings. Yep, yep, exactly. 16 of the last – I was going to say 17 of the last 18. But, yeah, 16 of the last 17. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't care about Wisconsin until I went to Wisconsin. My freshman year was 2003. And so I didn't experience a loss in this rivalry until I was like, 35 or something, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty great. It was pretty fun. And uh, I, I'm with you on this. I think that they ultimately control this game too. And I think this game goes over. This is basically just a bet on the fact that 38 and a half is a comically low number. No matter how good Wisconsin's defense is, no matter how much I do think they can control this game and uh, cover that 6.5 comfortably, 38.5, this is a reaction to that being too low a number for almost any game. That's why I really like this going over. I'm not going to say uh, that I've got X's and O's reason. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like uh, this matchup and that matchup, whatever. This is a pure gambling play. 38 and a half, that is really really low you guys and so that's why I think this goes over and I think the Badgers could get to 35 on their own similar to what they did against Nebraska last week so really not asking too much for Minnesota to show up a little bit I think to get this over the number either of you guys uh, like dislike
2: that do we believe that Wisconsin's offense has figured it out or do we believe uh, that Wisconsin has gotten the big 10 bump <laughs> you know through that. I think yeah. they've I think more than more than anything it's just a a uh,
0: result of them being in the Big Ten West and getting to do what a, a good-ish team gets to do against Big Ten West competition.
2: Well, this is what they're playing, so I guess it doesn't yeah, matter exactly. what they're playing. <laughs> I mean, we're talking 30, 27, 52, 35, and 35 in their last you know, five uh-huh. games. So, yeah. you know, if Wisconsin's offense has figured it out, um, then I think that this number gets there easily. The thing I, I don't know is... I got burned a lot by Wisconsin in the first half of the year. And I think I was on (laughs) Mm -hmm. the wrong side of the Wisconsin uh, coin. And when (laughs) you're on the wrong side of the Wisconsin coin, it is brutal. So I, I, I think that it'd be impossible to play under 38 and a half. So I understand your point of view. Um, But it's just a matter of which Minnesota team shows up too, because Minnesota uh, on the right days, especially, you know, when they're playing in, you know, their home building, they, they, they can show up, but at the same time, they also have, you know, lost a bowling green. So it's <laughs> right. just, I, I like Wisconsin and the over in this. So you guys, I'm with you on, on both of these.
1: No, I just, these big 10 overs every week, I see like Iowa in the thirties, Wisconsin in the thirties. Mm-hmm. They're so tempting. And then you realize that these teams are inept at offense. So, like it is a <laughs> sicko true. bet, even if, it's like in those numbers, like I know with old Miss, I had some automatic unders when they were in the eighties. Like while well, you're in the you give me eighty points, I'll play the under. I don't care who they're mm-hmm. playing. And I feel like in, when you're in these numbers, I like I'll play the over. But I, uh, it's, I don't know these big <laughs> you know, 10 say, offenses and quarterbacks.
2: They say there's nothing more painful than playing an under, but there's there is yes, playing the over zone <laughs> games where the offenses aren't
0: yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, hey, if uh, if we haven't had enough Big Ten West talk, let's get in a little bit more because we've got Iowa and Nebraska going head to head this weekend. Iowa started out as underdogs as we talked about before we got going live on this show. Adrian Martinez now out for Nebraska, so Iowa laying a point and a half. And Ari, you're going to ride with those Hawkeyes.
2: Uh, I got Iowa at th- plus three and a half earlier in the week, so I'm feeling really, really good about it. But I with without Adrian Martinez on the on the field, mm-hmm. I like Iowa in this game I liked Iowa to win the game before I like them even more now like Dan said before the show started you're betting on Wisconsin I mean Nebraska to lose a close game and that's what you're doing and that's all they do all year um and Iowa though they were you know had a nice little stint in the top two of America it's still a pretty good team you know with a solid defense that can you know is competent enough to you know put some points on the board and 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 win this game so Uh to me it was kind of crazy i know the games in lincoln that that nebraska was favored in this game um picking people to um you know bet on a game that nebraska has to win close is a tough ask Uh, i know that i'm not in the same situation as laying points with the three and a half but i think that that i going to win by four or more
0: yeah, I'm with you on this one as well. This feels like a comfortable spot, and I liked I liked Iowa, too, before the Adrian Martinez news just uh, had that sort of feeling of, you know, they were, they were never one of the two best teams in the country. We all knew that, even when they were ranked number two. But they're still not a bad team. This is still a team that can do some things, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So like them in this spot against Nebraska. Of course, as we've talked about, the baby knows it is Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, give me, before we wrap things up here, uh, give me your favorite thing, absolute number one favorite thing on the thanksgiving plate what do you got Ari? stuffing there's no question about it
2: <laughs> and i i actually get offended when people don't say stuffing because Uh-oh. you don't because you don't because you don't have stuffing any other time that's true that's it, true that is thanksgiving like if you say mashed potatoes or macaroni it's like those things are great okay like i love carbs i love all those <laughs> things but thanksgiving <laughs> is stuffing yeah yeah, that's true. Can't argue with that. Uh, now, what about I, cranberry Now I got aggressively aggressive, aggressive about it. Dan's like, "Oh God, I can't say potatoes." <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I gotta go. I would go pumpkin pie. I mean, if you're gonna make me yeah. pick a, a non-dessert, I would go with something else. But pumpkin pie is like my favorite dessert on the planet. It's like, is it it's, really? It's oh yeah, I, I love it. I adore <laughs> it. It's like, yeah, I'm not super picky. Although I have bought a couple store-bought ones that were like a little bit off. Mm -hmm. what are you like like a pumpkin pie pie guy in july though or what what? no i mean no (laughs) oh okay but but let me tell you like i'm one of those like hipstery people who goes to trader joe's and it's like september 15 and they already got their halloween stuff out so early for no reason but I'm the, the weirdo that's buying it because like oh they got pumpkin spice everything this is great I'm gonna so buy. you a pumpkin. Like, you're a pumpkin guy. Okay, gotcha. Pumpkin. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. more a nutmeg and cinnamon thing I feel like, but you know, <laughs> it's not really pumpkin. <laughs> can I sort of cheat here and say just
0: like everything mashed together? I, this is. I feel like I can because it's my own question that I asked. The
2: best. The best Thanksgiving meal is the day after sandwich that you yeah. make. You yeah, Make the exactly. roll. The turkey, the stuffing, Uh the taters, and sometimes if you want to get real freaky with it, you can put a little macaroni on there, put a little gravy on there, and you got yourself the best sandwich in human history. So Got yourself a stew going with that right there. But like, I think that the (laughs) undeniable side has to be stuffing.
0: I'm I'm not much of a stuffing guy, to be honest. Okay, I think the show's over.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It is good timing
0: because actually it sort of is over. We've got to wrap things up here, so it's perfect timing to offend Ari with saying, eh. Not so much of a stuffing guy myself. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for listening here uh, to Best on the Board. Very, very important. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the weekend. Have a great Thanksgiving. Eat all the stuffing you want if that's your thing. Whatever it is, enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy all the football coming your way. And then on top of that, as we always say, happy betting, happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you all soon.